everybody, and welcome to I Sell Comics, the weekly comic report with Mike and Ming. Broadcasting from the home of the comic book men, Jan Sampov, Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen, and across from me is he rejuvenated and rebirthed using the power of the Speed Force, Mike Zapsik. Is that me? That is you. That's me. That is you. That is you. I, I don't know if anyone's called you fast, speedy, swifty, swifty. Uh, I don't know. You can ask some ex-girlfriends. Oh, yeah. Well, were, you, oh. were you running away from them? Uh, oh, oh, wait. Oh, oh wait. Now I got it. It took me yeah, a second. There you go. It took me a second. But hello. Say hello, Mike Zapsik. Say hello again. Without, what is going on, Ming Chen? Without the corny joke. Okay, good. No there we go. Corny joke. There we go with the with the Sorry. with the fire. I am yes. I am. Uh, I am zoomed up for this week's pile of comics. <laughs> We're gonna throw in like every reference. Yeah, pretty zoomed, much. Yes. Zoomed, <laughs> or zoomed up. I want to arrow in on. No, I, I got nothing. I I I feel like a, a, a Batman. I, I'm. My son's got a got bat, a, man. Why is your son holding a bat? Why not? It's a fish bat. What's a fish so, bat? It's a very tiny bat. It's the bats they give out Why for are you bat day. It a fish bat. Because uh, whenever you go fishing okay. and you bash the fish with that, because it's a fish bat. It's a handheld bat that you smack fish with. And why do you hit the fish with it? Uh, so they don't suffer. <laughs> it's true. You can let them sit there and Walk you know suffocate, suffocate, or. You put them out of their misery, yeah. I guess, with the fish bat. With the fish bat. Pat okay. pending. All right, where did you get this fish bat? Why is it lying uh, in the it's, store? We, we got a whole bunch of them uh, <laughs> from Louisville. Guy sent us up a bunch of mini Louisville Why sluggers. couldn't he send out full-size bats? At least that we could use that for protection. Uh, we can use We could look like a Korean store, uh, uh, convenience store. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what we're going to... I mean, yeah. uh, can you imagine Walt running just, after just people? Your, yeah, I remember uh, I saw this. No hundred dollar bill. Yeah, there was a movie called Menace to Society. It's like uh, you buy your beer and get out. Yeah, it was pretty. I was like, what? That's Walt <laughs> Flanagan. Yeah, South Central LA. Except not, not Korean. Can't we all just get along? We can try. Can't we all just get along? I think we can try. Can we? Can we? Well, if you want to get along with us, uh, well, first you can become our friend. You can tweet us at... You can become our friend. You can tweet us on Twitter at Michael Zapsic, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-Z-A-P-C-I-C. And you can tweet Ming at MingChen37, the 37 in a row. Yeah, a lot of people ask me, like, what's this 37 for? It's like, do you not watch Kevin? I guess not. So no, I have to, I have to, thank ex- you anyway. I have to explain it to them, and the 19, 1994 comes flooding back. And they like over they, uh, they they turn their head to the side like a, huh? a dog. What? Yeah. Huh? Well, we... I just saw a little kind of flashback to 1994. Um, Sharon Stone, Mike. Sharon Stone is joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe, correct? She, yeah, she's she's. Well, the the details are vague. They don't mention what movies that she. What but they she said something. Up. She's bringing her brand to her brand. Yeah, and they had brand in quotes. Okay, and there are a couple What's her of brand. I don't know, but the brand I think that they're referring to is. There's a character named Abigail Brand okay. who was. Oh, um, is that? Oh, that's not subtle. No, not at all. And, and what, what's uh, her background? She's the head of Sword, which is Shield's alien analog. Okay. They're the first uh, line of defense if anybody makes okay. an incursion into an alien uh, invasion into well, yeah, into uh, Earth the ex- space. The extraterrestrial so. threats. So yes. They have a thing called, uh, there's the sword platform. It's like um, a helicarrier in space, but it's shaped like a sword, Yeah, which is kind of weird. But what are you going to do? Right. Yeah, that's what I said. 
Wow, okay, that's uh, that's pretty deep. Like, you need some knowledge of comic books to pull that one. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a deep cut, too, sort of. I, that's a really, well, if you uh, ever read uh, Joss Whedon's uh, Astonishing X-Men, yeah. that's where she was introduced. All right, Sword. Sword. Abigail Brand. Yes. All right, they also say that she has a secret power, and that secret power is heat. Heat? Yes, heat. Body heat. Yeah. All right. Heat, basic instinct heat. Okay, well... Yeah. Fine. Sliver heat. All right. Um, yeah. But what this bears mentioning the flashback part is uh she has not been in a movie since she played Catwoman many, many years ago. I didn't, was that what year was that? She she never played Catwoman. What what year was Sharon that? Sharon Stone? Uh oh, she was a villain in Catwoman, I'm sorry. Two thousand four. Oh, okay. Oh my god. Yeah, I was gonna say play, she would have been a good catwoman though. Back in 1984, yeah, she would have Sorry, been a fantastic the, one. I didn't, I didn't see 2004's Catwoman. I didn't mean so. either. Well, you have it. You have it on DVD. I know for a fact because I gave it to you. Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh-huh. I, um, I'll, I'll, I'll return that to you once I... Uh, yeah, you can keep that. Once, <laughs> once I watch it. Yeah, you can keep it. Yeah. You can put it right next to your daughter's Catwoman Barbie. It's mine. I didn't, right. I didn't have the heart to give it to her. <laughs> Let's be honest here. But that'd be, that'd be cool. I, just when you thought she was out. Uh, well, I mean, I think we all thought she was out since 2004, right? No, Didn't no. she have like a brain tumor or something? She had some kind of disease, yeah, and she, she beat it though. Yeah. And then, I don't know if it was her or her like fiance or something got bit by like a Komodo dragon or something. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, that'll mess you up. That'll mess you up a little bit. Really? Komodo dragon, it, it's got, uh, stuff in its saliva that will keep your bud from, blood, your bud, your, keep your bud. Kevin's like, what? Yeah. What about my butt? My butt, yeah. Don't touch um, my butt. Don't touch my butt. Don't touch the butt. Um, it will keep your blood, blood from coagulating, so you will bleed out. Okay. If it makes a deep enough wound, it right. will mess you up. Okay. So and from what I understand, it, it, the poison also just like debilitates just, you. All right. So don't mess with that. Don't mess with a Komodo dragon. Okay. Where would we find? Where would we even find? Uh, such Galapagos a- Islands, uh, Fiji, Fuji. I have just no just idea. Be careful. Yeah. All right. Well, you know who's not out right now? You know who's hotter than ever right now is Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. This is pretty cool. Yeah. Tell him, man. Well, Norman Reedus was recently asked whether or not he would like to play Ghost Rider should Marvel approach him and ask him if he wanted, if he, uh, they, if they asked him if he wanted to play the part. And he was like, hell yeah. No. What'd he say? It would be a blast. What did he say? Do I get a skull face that's on fire and all that stuff? Fuck yeah. There you go. I'm down. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. He also mentioned that he's a fan of the Nicolas Cage portrayal, which I think instantly he would already be better. He's got the swagger Well, already. yeah, he does. But here's my question. If he's yeah. a fan of the Nicolas Cage, right. I'm a fan of the Nicolas. I, I, I'm, I'm at a loss. That doesn't mean, that doesn't say anything about the future quality of this movie. I'm, no, I'm, I'm just the, saying that. Not like, with the Roger Corman Fantastic Four. That doesn't mean like I'd make a crappy Fantastic Four movie. I want to make it better. True. Yeah. All right. I thought the Corman Fantastic Four had heart, didn't have the budget. It did. It had no budget. Didn't, and the villain was, villain, villains were kind of crappy, uh, when you got the, the, the mole. Uh, but Mole Man was the mole very man. first Marvel super villain. So, I mean, you're, yeah. you're going, you talk about deep you are, cuts. Yeah, you are. Okay. Well, you're staying true to the source material. Then. Very true. Yeah. I, I would, I would, um, take my money. Take my money. I would watch an Arnold Reedus. I would, I would all, yeah, exactly. Uh, put it up on, um, IMAX, 3D, whatever oh, yeah, the hell I'm you there. want to do for me. Put the 3D glasses on. I'm there I'll, at wear, I'll put them on now. Yeah. The 3D glasses. I'll wait. Yeah. Now, 
the uh, Ghost Rider franchise rights did revert back to Marvel in 2013. Thank God. And they can do whatever they want with it. However, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige says at the says right now, no plans for reboot of the character have been made. Maybe this will speed it up. Uh, possibly. And how about this? Why not uh, turn it into an ensemble? With? Uh, with the champions. They've, you've already got the Defenders going on in the Netflix universe. Right. Why not have the champions someplace? Oh, I like this. Because you've got Hercules. You've got uh, Ghost Rider. You've got the Black Widow. Right. What if she left the um, the Avengers and went on to form her own team? I like this. Hercules back in the uh, in Civil yeah. War right now, back in the limelight. Yes, he is. This is this is a great idea. They, they should just move on this right now. Take advantage of, uh, I mean, Norm Reedus, possibly... One of the hottest actors, absolutely, right now. You know what? what? One of the most popular people on the planet right now, I would say. Yeah. Why not get um, what's his name, Henry uh, Cavill, or Cavill, or however the hell you yeah. pronounce his okay. name? How, how about you get Henry Cavill to play Hercules? He's got the musculature, right? So is he under contract to only play one superhero? I don't know. At a time, uh, at a time, possibly. Yeah, I think there's pro. They probably wrote, wrote something in there. Well, let's put it this way: you're you gonna have to find moon, something. You know, how moonlighting is two superheroes That's on awesome. the screen, uh, competing against yourself at the same time. That's awesome. That would be fantastic. You know, Robert Downey Jr. should have done that. What would you see him? Um, I can see him as uh, I don't know. That's that's a tough one. Yeah, see him as uh, Iron Man, and I don't know. I don't need really, it. I got you. He, I got he, nothing. He could do it. He could do it. Yeah, he could do it. All right. So Norman Reedus, Ghost Rider in theaters. I don't know. 2019. 2019. 2019. Let's, let's make it happen. Okay. Michael Trainor as Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Okay. Put Moon Knight in that Champions movie. I, I would love. I would love to see it. They've they've worked together before. They've worked together before. They've worked together swimmingly before. And yeah, let's let's see him together. I think, I think Moon Knight and Ghost Rider. Oh, that Ghost Rider and Moon Knight. Moon Knight and Ghost Rider. Like Goes that. together like peanut butter it, and jelly. It would be the biggest thing since Heroes for Hire. Yes. It would, yes, I it would. I don't know what you would call that, though. But uh, Lunatics for Hire? Mm, the Lunatics Incorporated? Moon Rider. Moon yeah. Rider? <laughs> Moon Rider. All right, that works. That works. Uh, continue with the movie. Or Ghost Knight. Why not? Ghost Knight. Yes. Like or Ghost Dad. Uh, they Ghost, did, they okay. did that already. Um, we don't talk about that guy anymore. Uh, yes, or we we'll, do. Well, we do, but without only with Snickers, not without some reservations. That's true. Yeah. Continuing with the movie news, Mike. Um, uh, there's a story that came out about how David Fincher and James Cameron, two of Hollywood's heavyweights, helped get Deadpool made. Oh, really? Did they? They did. No, not directly, but apparently they had both read the script. They both knew of the material, and uh, when Deadpool was kind of in development hell a couple of years ago. They pushed, they pushed Fox. They're like, "Hey, what do you guys do? Like, what the what's what what the hell? What's taking so long? This is the script is great. Why, why haven't you moved forward with this? Maybe a little a little fire under their asses. That'd be nice. Maybe, but um, I heard that they that Fox kept yanking money out of the budget. Yeah. So maybe they, it, it, when you have uh, some a couple all stars like this, some proven all stars telling giving you a vote of confidence with this, you're you you. Loosen the purse strings a little bit, let's say. Yeah, but they they kept yanking money out of the out of the uh, the budget, right? Even while they were filming. Oh, okay. Well, so I mean, it's just like wow. Well, they suck. <laughs> yeah, Fox executives suck. Right. Well, Can I you, say that? At any point in the movie, did you see where any point where they kind of cheaped out? Where like eh, they could put more money into this? Yeah. 
When they did the uh, the X Mansion. Oh, like, that's right. They only it did, showed, you know, it did look kind of well like a wing, not even a wing, like a room. Yeah, yeah. like a room, like a foyer. Right. It's like, uh, like uh, they have used stock footage from like X Men. Yeah, it's like or, back in the day when when my friend's parents well. wouldn't let me into the. Uh, oh, you can only stand in the foyer. I'll go. Oh get, yeah, yeah, you can't. I'll go you, get Donnie. Right, you, we're not allowed in the basement. You're not. Well, you're not allowed in the rest of the house. Yeah. No, don't go in. That's a living room. No, don't go in there. That's the kitchen. Yeah. And, like, what is this? Elvis's house? Like, may I have, I can't may go I, the, exactly. I can't go in the jungle room? Like, yeah, what, what the, the fuck? <laughs> may, may I have a drink of water? Yeah, there's a hose around the side. A, yeah, use the hose. Like, oh, hose. Jesus Christ. Where are you people from? Fox? Right. Is that a sign of cheapness or was that just because they didn't want me to mess up the, the rest of the house? Both. Okay. That and, I drink you know. a lot of, I, I drink, I actually drink out a lot of hoses actually. So that eh. explained a lot. You are, you are not well liked in your neighborhood. Yeah. But. Uh, but they were asked for a little input, what they thought. Uh-huh. And they put in, they championed it, which you know. Okay, got, did they did they write anything? No, then screw no. them. No, not screw them. You put some, you put a little, uh, you you put a little, you know, you know, we have we have friends, you know, say we're developing, greased some wheels, sure. Say we're we're working on something, and you know, maybe we're not moving as fast as we could, and say Norman Reedus comes up to us like, hey, I read that that thing you guys are working on, um. What's going on? Are you guys done? Are you just guys start it? And we would, if we hadn't started, we'd, we'd be like, you know what? If you want us to, if you want us to start it, you Norman Reedus yes. want us to start. Yeah, because you want to see the end result. Well, I'm going to move my ass a little bit. So doesn't doesn't hurt to have Fincher and James Cameron on your side. I guess not. Yeah. So all right. Before we move on to the new books, uh, we uh, we have a pre-recorded interview. We're gonna. Tack on at the end, near the end of this. Very cool, yeah. Uh, we talked to our friend Tim Cronin from Jack's Music Shop about the art of the vinyl. Art of the vinyl. Ming, and we got a uh, new podcast idea out of it, too. <laughs> we did. Whether or not we move forward with that. <laughs> There's some logistical issues. Maybe somebody will light a fire under our ass. Oh, yeah. I think it's a great idea. I think it's great. Yeah, I so you can it's... hear all, all about that. But uh, our new books of the week for June 9th. 2016. Are we going to cut that in or are we going to talk about that? Yeah, no, we'll go. No, right, I wanna, no, no, we'll, we'll, no you want to, you want to wait till, wait yeah. till the end. I got you. You want to, yeah. you want to save the best for last. Yes. Now I picked up a book that, uh, I, uh, I kind of started and it kind of faded out and this, and something happened, happens in the book that really wanted me to pick it up, uh, uh, especially in light of recent events in our personal lives. Uh, Howard the Duck came back. Yes. A few months ago and I started and it was good, but I just, you know, it didn't, Oh, it didn't, it didn't wow you. But I think, uh, you know, I think we started out with 10 copies and now we get one. So yeah, it's we not did. a, you know, it's not just me. It's not burning up the sales charts, except, yeah. but perhaps. with the, uh, uh, you know, the comedic value was there. Uh, the way they introduced, uh, many elements of the Marvel universe and, um, intertwine Howard with that was, uh, was great. Just like in the old days. Yep. And, uh, which I, which I appreciated. Uh, but I heard issue eight, which is out this week. Features a cameo, a real life cameo, um, a callback, if you will, uh-huh. uh, a, a brilliant callback. And I was like, eh, maybe I won't spoil it, but the news is out there already. So coming in within the last page, uh, Leah Thompson herself makes an appearance. Leah Thompson, who was in yes. the movie, now back in the comic book. Um, she comes back and she wants to hire Howard to find herself. So she's missing. She's missing. She's been missing since 1986. Yes. So, wow. But she's not missing, but she is missing in this kind of okay. weird. Very meta. Very meta. But she, Leah Thompson herself is in the last pages of this book, and I expect that we'll be seeing her in issue nine uh, as oh, well. Oh, hell yeah. 
And this is in light of us actually meeting the real Leah Thompson. Yeah, she's awesome, right? She's pretty amazing. I just want to... The whole point of me bringing this up, the whole point of me reading this book was to mention to everybody in our audience that she is amazing. If you get a chance to wait in line and meet her, I highly recommend it. Wait? Oh, yeah. Well worth the wait. Yes. We didn't have to wait. Well, we, we were actually, right we next did, to her. We did, actually did have to wait a little bit. We were set up at a table next to her at the Motor City Comic Con. Thank you very much for whoever made that 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 map. That genius <laughs> map. move. You know, we could have been put next to uh, I don't know any 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 anybody else. Exactly one of the one of the uh, wrestling one, guys. One of the wrestling guys, Mike Nesbitt from the Monkees, who, who is great. But I'm not a huge Monkees fan. I'm a huge Back to the Future fan. Yes, you are. I'm um I'm a huge Carolina in the City fan. Me um, too. Yeah. I love that show. Yeah. I thought that was a great show. Yeah, exactly. And as such, uh, we got to meet her, uh, hung out, took a photo with her, and she couldn't have been nicer. Couldn't have been sweeter. Yeah. Um, had a, meeting her had a, had a, an impact on me. That's it, cool. It, it was, um. Here's what's really neat is yeah. Sunday, she was, uh, her line was done. She popped her head through our curtain. She says, what's going on over here? Yeah, this looks like her, the, where the cool she, kids are hanging out. She, uh, what do you call it? Trend, not transgress. She, uh, trespassed? Of, not trespassed, but no, she, she jumped she through the hoop. There's typically when you have a couple of booths next to each other. Sometimes there's a curtain between them. Sometimes they're not. You can kind of talk and see each other. This one, they, there was the curtain, so I was like, you know, maintain a little privacy. And um, you know, she was busy nonstop. Obviously, her being Leah Thompson from Back to the Future. But uh, all of a sudden, I see this beautiful woman uh, trespass, trespassing, trespassing over an arbor. She's like, "What's going on here?" And we're, and we're like, "Holy crap!" It's Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. It's TV's Leah Thompson. Yeah, so she joked around for with us a little bit. Yeah. Um. And you know we're and you know people in our line were like, "Holy crap!" Like, that's Leah Thompson. They know Thompson. Leah Thompson. I know. Oh yeah. my god, they know. She Leah stuck Thompson. around for like a few minutes and then she went back to take. take she photo bombed us too. She photo bombed us. A little she, bit. That so was that awesome. Was, yeah. So that was cool. So it, it's good to. Very cool this year back in the comic in in the Howard the Duck, the Duck world. Sure. I, I'd say this is all set up for, for a future Marvel movie, a return. I would love to see her in, oh my god. Hopefully sooner than 2019. Oh uh, yeah. Back to back with, with Ghost Rider, Norman Reeves as Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah, she could be, I don't know, I don't know who she could be. She could be awesome. That's who she could be. She will be, be awesome. But I, I, I want to see, I would like to see this happen. Cool. Yeah, let's totally do it. Worked. Uh, what do you got in front of you? I got the Flash, Flash Rebirth oh, 1. I got the Flash 2. It's cool. So a little, they do a little intro, a little primer for anybody who's never picked up a Flash comic. Uh, and they also do a little primer for anyone who did not pick up DC Universe. They did, yeah. Like the, Rebirth. They, yeah, they did that very well, actually. Uh, and it goes a little more in depth because you see um, uh, Flash runs over to it, – it sets up Wally going to um, meet the Titans. Yes. His former uh, comrades in arms, yeah. uh, Nightwing, Arsenal. Um, Donna Troy and Garth the mem- mem- Aqualad. Memories are sparked. Yep. Events are, uh, um, of events commence. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Barry runs over to Gotham City because people forget that Barry is a police scientist and Batman, first and foremost, is also a scientist. Yeah. Homer, there's a scientist here for you. Is it Batman? <laughs> it's not Batman. Batman's a scientist. <laughs> it's not Batman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they they both uh they're brothers in arms in the forensic world and <laughs> Is it Batman? And yeah, so they're they're both uh they're both studying um what Bruce found in the Batcave after the events yeah. of 
Uh, DC Universe Rebirth, yeah. which I'm, should I spoil it? Oh yeah, come on, at this point, yeah, it came out like three weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, if you, you haven't read it, then <laughs> screw off, you got three, yeah, two, they, they, one. They find the smiley button that was on the comedian's, uh, um, lapel. Lapel. If you, yeah. Yeah. Meaning, before know, he a, was murdered. It, it's an artifact. So yeah. And, uh, if you read Rebirth, and uh, it's a also lot of a mention, clue. a lot of mention of clocks and time and yes. watches and, Uncles and uncles and times and and blue dongs and, and blue dongs. Yeah, they didn't mention that, but uh, yeah, someone someone is orchestrating all of this. So it's, it's uh, who watches the Watchmen? Who watches the DC Universe? I think that should be the next thing. Who watches the DC Universe? Yeah, that'd be a great tagline but, for um, for Rebirth. Yeah, my favorite part about all of this is uh, Batman Flash team up. Yeah, aka we should we should be investigating this event together. Yes. Yes. So I'll I'll uh, I'll stick with the rebirth uh theme go the to town theme uh rebirth batman detective comics yes that's yes. yes detective comics uh this involves uh Bruce being followed by 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 threat by drone um by drones <laughs> Amazon Prime is uh targeting it? Yeah pretty much all right drones are watching not uh, not necessarily targeting but watching Gotham's vigilantes so uh Bruce wants to bring them together uh, maybe put them. He, I think he he uses the exact words boot camp. No, actually, the the person who uses that words those oh, it's actually words, Batwoman. Batwoman. Yeah, Kate Kane. Yeah. So the uh, you're introduced to a a potential team of characters, which which includes Batwoman, a uh, character called the Spoiler, who is able to infiltrate uh, electronics, shall we say, and Spoiler, yes, and, spo- and spoil things. Uh, uh, Red Robin, Tim Drake, uh, uh, also Car- computer genius, also, and yes. um, so they'll be butting heads. One of the world's best detectives. Yes, uh, a character called the Orphan. Yes, Cassandra the, Kane, the who possibly unstoppable fighting machine. The, bread, born and bred. Yes, for violence. for violence. Violence is her uh her primary language. Yes, and uh we revisit a old nemesis, an old face who we're trying to. Redeem. Actually, uh, Batman is trying to redeem. Uh, in the face, I ba- mean. Basil, Car- uh, Basil Carlos. Carlos, a.k.a. Clayface. Clayface. Yeah. So this is uh, a, a ragtag, a ragtag bunch. Yes. Shall we say. But there's an unknown threat that they must face. If, they, if they're if they up to it, and uh, I guess <laughs> I guess they're going to have to work together so, as some well, kind of weird team. Batwoman gives a really great speech where she says, uh, I'm going to make you better or you'll die. Or you'll die, yeah. You'll so, listen to me or you'll, or you'll die. Or you'll die, yeah. yeah. And, um, you kids are good, but you're going to die. But you're going to die. And, and uh, if that's supposed to me, I'm like, screw you. I can take care of myself. But Yeah, you're going to die. But you're going to die unless, yeah. I guess. You know what? Listen to Batman. It's, Always <laughs> it's, listen to it's Batman. It's simple. Follow Batman. He's, he's, he's lasted this long. So. Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. So what else you got there? I got action, Superman and Action Comics. Ooh. Yes. Uh, we see, uh, the pre-52 Superman finally makes his move. Right. And we see, uh, against Super Luthor, Lex Luthor dons the S-Shield as a tribute or some kind of crap to, um, steal the thunder away from Superman right. after the new 52 Superman Died. So we have a bunch of um, of a bunch of characters here that really shouldn't go together, but they do. It's really cool. Uh, I'm, I like I'm, this. So uh, this is this is part of the reign of the supers. Yes, uh, the whole 
with everything going down. With everything going and, down. And that's one last page that is like amazing. Yeah. So if you've been reading the uh, any of the rebirth or leading up to it, uh, they have a full two page ad for reading the supers, uh, giving you a little, little heads up of, of what's to come. Yeah. Uh, first, first up is the Lex Luthor with the, uh, the homage and the suit. Right. Uh, we also have the Chinese Superman. Chinese Superman. Which, when? uh, you'll read in, uh, New Superman, uh, which is on sale July 13th. Okay. So you go wait another month for that. Superwoman. Lois Lane. Also Superwoman. coming soon. Superwoman number one comes out August 10th. And we have, uh, Supergirl, which is coming out September 7th. So we have all lined up. And here. don't forget that, um, Lois and Clark have a kid, a son named John. Yes. And uh, he's going to be in Teen Titans with Damian Wayne. They're the Super Sons. So action pack, man. I'm yeah. telling you. So the the uh, the the byline, the tagline here is: New heroes, reformed villains, and a Kryptonian cousin all vie for the mantle of the Man of Steel. So this kicks all of that off. Then it's like the reign of the Superman all over again. It is. Although that all it's still going on though, isn't it? Reign of the Superman. Yes. But Reign of the Superman, no, that's from the death of Superman. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. right, okay, like that, okay. Oh, wait, I'm thinking com- Coming of the Superman? The Neil Adams? Yeah, Coming of coming the Superman. Superman. All right, sorry, I got, right. I got confused. Uh, I'm going to switch over to Marvel. Go to town. Civil War 2, Spider-Man number one. Yeah, got that on my pile too. Excellent, excellent title, if you have not read it. Um uh, set up for Civil War set up for Two. Civil is, War Two. Uh, right in the opening, some of the opening pages, uh, a little rude awakening uh, uh, between Peter and Johnny Storm. Peter uh, returns after a, a tough night out. Just wants to get a little sleep. Right. Actually, a long flight. I think he was in Shanghai or some crap like that. Comes in, lays down in bed, and and who is there to greet him? But Johnny Storm. They're both naked. And uh, is that yours? Yeah, that's my phone. Okay, and. Uh, and if you, Johnny uh, Storm is naked, but it wasn't really naked and afraid. That way, yeah, but if this uh, if if this line right here doesn't get you into this comic, what I don't know what will. Which is, I quote, "Take that pillow off your junk. I put my head on that." Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this is uh, the storyline has to do with uh, Ulysses, who's uh, I, I I keep calling him a precog, like he's from Minority Report. Yeah. He can, he but can, that's that's essentially what he, he is. Can see future future threats, future events, and um, they they hit him like a migraine, like he came they yeah. come out of nowhere. He's like the dead zone. Yeah, yeah, right. But Peter takes him under his wing and uh, helps him. Well, they're kind of brothers in arms in this uh, in this fact where Spider has uh, Peter has a Spidey sense. Right. It's very a very localized um, like sixth sense. Right. And and you know Louis, uh, Ulysses uh, kind of has it all. He sees it a little farther out, right? And a, a lot more clear. Yeah, a Lee. lot more clear. But Peter, um, true to Uncle Benoit with great power, great responsibility, says, "Listen, uh, you have you have a gift here. I want to teach you how to use it responsibly." And I also want you to to use the use it in the best way possible. Right. So he says, "Have you ever thought about?" You know, you could help my research and development right, team. Right, uh, Parker Industries, yes. Yeah. You could tell me which one's going the the wrong way. Right. Uh, what stuff's going on right. the make wrong it, way. Make it, make it Look better. who it is. It's Ernie O'Donnell. Ernie O'Donnell's in the house, everybody. Hey, Come on Ernie. in, Ernie. Hello. So finish up. I have one thing to do with Ernie. You do. All right. So he's uh, I'm trying to recruit him for Parker Industries uh, while at the same time just – Trying to keep him on a, a straighter and narrower path, uh, um, just helping him uh, as uh, as someone who's green, 
someone who uh, he's kind of like um, uh, he's he's on the wall and he could fall either way. Uh, wants him to, to keep him on the straight and narrow and on the on the right side. So uh, Peter just shows him trying to trying to show him the way, trying to keep him uh, on the good because this is a very very this could potentially be a dangerous power in which um, which uh, if if fallen into the wrong hands, uh, manipulated by the wrong hands could uh could could go wrong and um uh, i think what's also cool about ulysses where you know uh, peter has a spider sense and it kind of it kind of comes immediately uh when ulysses experiences uh all of these um it's it's a complete and total experience he he feels uh with all five senses Wow, that was uh, that was a long ass explanation. I love, I love, I I, I like how uh, when he sees these precog precognitions, he experiences them, the, the pain. He oh yeah, them, he tastes them, he smells them. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. Yeah, but like, if you're gonna cut a fart like five minutes from now, like he's gonna smell it. Ew, gross. All right, well, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but this is it's actually really cool because he meets some of uh, Peter's team. He does, and. Um, Two of them are former villains. Yes. So One of them is his buddy Harry Styles. I think it's Styles, right? Yeah. Is that his last name? Exactly. Harry, no, he's, he almost calls him uh, Harry Osborne, but yeah. he's like, no, not really. Right. So that, uh, pretty cool. Highly recommend you pick that up. Harry what Lyman else? is what his Harry name is. Harry Lyman. Yes. Yeah. What else you got? What else? Uh, Gods of War number one, Civil War. Gods of War, Civil War number well, one, also up, very uh, cool. Hercules, we were just talking about him. Yeah, uh, redemp- top of the show. Re- redemption tale, perhaps. Uh, uh you know what? Trying to get himself back in with the. Uh, I, I won't hurt you, a god, but. <clears throat> well, I was talking to, to my of, son Daniel in about the realm this. of gods. Uh, they're kind of pissing on him right now. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah. I mean, it's. Yes. One of these things. Yes. Hi, we're podcasting in here. <laughs> Friend of yours? No. Oh, okay. Anyways, yes. So trying to redeem himself, trying to yeah, he's uh, he's been on the sauce. He was kind of on. Un- he's pretty unreliable. Yeah, as far as you know, superheroes yeah, go. I love that Amadeus Cho is trying to kind of get him back out there. Like, yeah, he's like, hey, buddy, because I mean, he was um, Amadeus was Prince of Power as right. well. Yeah, so he took on the mantle. So you've got a, a bunch of new American gods, right. like all around being. Jagass. Yeah, but when you're fragile like this, uh, you're also easily manipulated. And he, uh, um, uh, some, some evil forces come and try to, uh, um, they're, well, they're, they're flat out trying to manipulate him. Yeah, so, of course they are. You know, like, and turns out that his, uh, superhero friends really don't think that much of him. No. So. No, which thinks he's freaking Hercules. I know. He's the actual Hercules. He is, yes. But he's also been known to booze it up and mess up big time. Yeah. So. Although he's been, he orders drinks, doesn't drink them. He's, he's, he wants the temptation. He wants to see if he can win. See, that's really weird. I, I would never do that, but whatever. I don't know. Right. So, um, what else you got? I got Wonder Woman Rebirth. This is by, uh, Greg Rucka and Matthew Clark, who I met down in, uh, over in, uh, Motor City Comic Con. Really? How'd it go? Great guy. Uh, I told him I was a fan of his work and he told me, uh, keep looking. Um, what do you mean? He told me to keep looking and boom, this, this comes out. So we've got, um, stellar artwork by Matthew Clark, who also did a bunch of, uh, Superman Batmans. He's done a bunch of stuff for DC and Marvel. And, uh, this has Wonder Woman. She's the god of war and the, she's, um, she's got the lasso of truth. 
But she was also, you know, uh, she was also the goddess of truth for a while. Yeah, see, the theme of this book is uh, interpretation. Actually, that that may be it, or um, just even more simple, the truth. She says, I will have the truth, and you know she's going to get it. Right. So she, she's been... There are all these different origins for Wonder Woman. Yeah. Now we're going to find out what the true one is. Okay. So I think that's pretty cool. Right on. And my last two... Yeah, I know. Go. I know you picked up Aquaman. Aquaman, Aquaman Rebirth number one, and this is more of this. This felt so apologetic for Aquaman, <laughs> really? and I, I, I do. I like Dan Dan Abnett. I think we've proven that Aquaman's pretty bad. Aquaman this, kicks still, major league. Can we gas. go back to this again? Where? Uh yeah, there are a bunch of stuff in oh, here. Man, okay. Um, there's there's you a couple. Never, it's lines never going to end. No, because but he's got to own it, and you know what. When you stick, uh, is it gonna take a Jason Momoa Aquaman movie? To yeah, pretty finally much. Prove that. All right, well, all right, fair enough. I guess. Um, but uh, those of the surface see him as a punchline or as a menace. He's one or two things, and it's not really that cut and dry. He's, um, I mean, when I was a kid and I was watching Super Friends, I think I've told the story before, okay. but it bears repeating. Sure. You've got, uh, they're trying to hold back a tidal wave. Yes. And Superman rips off the, um, the, um, god damn it. Was it like uh, a seawall or something? No, he, he rips off the, uh, a front end loader. Oh, okay. He, he yeah. Rips out the, um, um, Ernie, what do you call that thing? What, a bulldozer? Like a forklift? Um, no, like- no, the, uh, oh shit, the cup, the, um, a front end loader. What do you call that, uh, no, no, no. Uh, front end loader. You got the, uh, god damn it. I'm losing the scoop. The, the scoop. scoop. Okay, the yeah. Scoop. You couldn't pull that out. I couldn't. Yeah, I know. Okay, I'm, I'm, never mind. Are you kidding? It's been a pulls long off the week. scoop and he pushes the wave. No, back? but he pulls off two of them. Pulls off one. He says, Hey, Aquaman, catch. And he throws this thing. Now, being around, uh, you know, construction, sure. uh, equipment. vehicle, equipment and yeah. vehicles all my life, I, I can't fucking say scoop, but, I do know how much those things weigh. They're huge, right. and they weigh like at least five tons. Okay. Because I saw one hit a guy's foot and squash it because right. that was awesome. Yeah. Um, the liquefied. What do you thing. think? Like two tons earning for a scoop, a big first scoop? our huge scoop. Depends on the size. Uh, well, let's just say let's just say let's yeah. just say two two <laughs> tons, man. Let's just say two tons. And he throws in Aquaman catches it very easily. He does that to Batman. Batman's a fucking smear. So I'm thinking to myself. That, uh, Aquaman's pretty badass. Right. So. That was your, that was, that, wow. From, from that point he, on, I'm like, no, wow, he, Aquaman's he awesome. He elevated from himself from below the Wonder Twins to yeah, exactly. the Yeah, exactly. Well, Twins. below Wendy and Marvin, right, even. Right, above Gleek. Back, back in the day. Okay, well, but above Gleek for sure. Uh, yes, well above Gleek and well above the Wonder Twins. Okay, fair enough. So, this proves that he is a badass. He okay. takes out a, um, what would you call them? A cadre of uh, resistance fighters, rebels from Atlantis, okay. who want to destroy right. the surface world. I like this. So right. it's pretty, pretty cool. All right, last title. What do you got there? Darth Vader twenty one. This uh, this title is wrapping up very soon. Uh, twenty five, I believe, is the last 25 issue. Twenty five is the last issue. Yes. Yeah. So what uh, what do we find Darth Vader? What uh, what has he got himself into now? Vader uh, has sent BT and triple zero triple zero to uh, collect Doctor Afra for him. She's she's um, still in that prison. I'm sorry. I no, she she one. escaped from prison. Okay. and she's been 
hiding out at a couple of bars. So oh, all right. she and where else would you go? So she surrenders to go and meet her fate, which is very smart. Yes. And uh, Vader is after Silo, uh, the uh, scientist Silo. I see. The cover has Doctor Aphra chilling out at a bar. Yeah, she's cool. yeah, like the old West. I want to see her pop up in the movies, dude. I think that would be fantastic. I don't know how this ends. Uh, you know, she might die in the comic, but she might. But, but she might not. Give us, a, you know, what? give us a freaking Doctor Aphra movie. I'll watch that. Yeah, me too. I don't know if that that'll happen, but. And Vader is hunting down Silo. But if you're cool enough to hang out with Darth Vader. Yeah, and she is. Yeah, uh, can I can I relay a funny Darth Vader moment? Hell this yeah! Weekend? Uh, I um I did a little con hopping this weekend. You did. You were at Awesome Con in uh, in Washington, Washington. and then I went to Wizard of Philly, which was in Philadelphia, and then I went back to Awesome Con. I'm I don't like to sit still. Let's, no, let's, you're. I think I that and there was booze and pictures to be had. There was booze and there were so <laughs> there were people I wanted to meet. Of course, which I thought was cool, but. Uh, I'm sitting in the green room at Awesome Con, and you know, I'm sitting there, I'm eating a sandwich, and uh, there was the door we came through, and there's another door on the far wall, which I think there's a big sign on there that says, "Do not open this door." Right. I'm like, okay, I'm, and I'm, I'm not even supposed to be there. I, <laughs> I didn't even get. I was not an invited guest, but I talked my way into the con. All right. Talked my way on. You're pretty a, impressive with that. I got my say. way into a table. And You've talked your way in. You're talked my way into con. Yeah. So you're impressed. Talked my way into the green room. As such, uh, you know, I was I was with having our, a sandwich. With our, our team, I was invited to eat a sandwich. I didn't go in and start chowing down. I was, I was like, hey, grab a sandwich. There's plenty. I'm like, okay. Uh, there's on the door that says "Do not open." I hear banging. Bang, and I, I sit there, and I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Right. Again, I'm not supposed to be there. I'm not opening the door. Right. I don't want to be that guy and be like, oh, my God, we didn't invite you. Why are you open? The sign says, do not open the door. Who invited this jerk? Yeah. He opened the door. It says, do not open the door. More banging. More banging. I'm still, no one gets up to, uh, you know. I, Aren't you saying that, I'm hey, you guys are invited guests. Go yeah. and answer the I'm fucking door. I'm one of the only ones there. I can't, you know, if someone wants to open, well, it says, do not open, and no one wants to open it. Uh, but there's a little, like, window there, and, and, and someone's peering through there, and I hear, Ming, I see you in there. Open the door. I still don't open the door. Finally, Somebody someone, says Ming? Yeah, someone oh sees God. me through this little window that was on the side. Finally, somebody, <laughs> uh, one of, one of the staff members goes up, uh, you know, and the staff member, I'm like, all right, he's, all right. He's got a staff shirt on. If he, he opens and he gets in trouble, it's on him. Goes up, opens the door, uh, in, in wheels in David Prowse. He saw you, or who was no, who his, was yelling? Whoever, whoever was with him saw me. Whoever was helping him out. Oh my god! Okay. Was there, was, I'm like, dude. If you would have freaking told me Darth Vader was on the other end of that door, I would have freaking opened it. Fuck I mean, that! <laughs> Why didn't he use the force to open it? Come on! Not really. It's a fucking lock. Not really Darth Vader. But my point uh, is, if Darth, Va- if I would have known Darth Vader, Darth Vader knocks, you answer. Even the guy playing Darth Vader was on the other side. I would open the freaking door, right. so I felt really bad. Okay. So from then on, he—I don't think he was happy with me. Oh, uh, David. Prowse. And you—you you ate my dietetic lunch, right? And you know, uh. David Prowse is Darth Vader, which that's well, a, James Earl Jones is Darth. Well, Vader. no, that's what he writes on all his autographs, though. Uh, David Prowse is Darth Vader, and he signs it. He's, that's what I'm going to start writing on all mine. David Prowse is Darth Vader, best Michael Zapsack. Yeah. That's what I'll do on everyone. David Prowse is. Pepper steak is. Yeah. Is. <laughs> Maybe that's where he got it from. Yeah, pepper steak is dinner. Yes. Beef is what's for dinner. Beef is what's for dinner. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's our, uh, those are our picks for this week. Yeah. But I do want to throw out a sincere thank you to, uh, Ben Penrod and Samantha Veyum, Left Field Media, for inviting me, graciously inviting me to crash Awesome Con. That's fantastic. Did some podcasting, saw some new fr- uh, old friends, made some new friends. 
Uh, not David Prowse. Made some enemies. I guess. Yeah, you made, made made blood uh, blood enemies. That's good. Enemies, but uh, talked to some podcasts. That was nice. that was great. And I do want to throw a sincere thank you to Wizard World Philadelphia and Kitsy Duncan. And a big smoocheroo to Kitsy Duncan and Chris and Gay. Chris and big shout out to Sled Photo Ops. Yep. who handled a very chaotic situation. Oh my God! Masterfully. Yes, I we heard. Are, we were talking. God, they had so many people there. I like had heard. even one of them would have brought down, would have drawn, drawn thousands and brought down, uh, brought down empires, brought down empires and crumbled lesser cons. But they handled it. Oh, of course, with they're professionalism and a plum organization. A plum, and, and I think they uh, they truly say a plum, a plum. They made, there you go. They made everyone happy. Now, when I got there, uh, you know, I hung out kind of near the back where the photos were, and I saw people coming out in tears. I saw people coming out jumping up and down. I saw people uh, that, you know, no emotion was held back after meeting these titans. Ming Chen. <laughs> it wasn't me. But these, uh, I mean, they, these are titans in, yes. in our world. We're talking Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Tom Hiddleston, Michael J. Fox, Sebastian Stan, Haley Atwell, um, and Christopher Lloyd, Leah Thompson, right. Stephen Amell. Uh, Dominic Cooper. I, I, the list goes on. And Stanley on. Tucci. Stanley Tucci. I mean, there were so many freaking people. I know. Amazing. It was. It was. It was insane. Was but Anthony Mackie there? Anthony Mackie was there as well. Yes. I love that. I mean, guy. like you name it, they were pretty much there, yeah. and they're all in one room at the same. That's that's part of the reason I went. I had to just see this. If I just. It's amazing. It was this, amazing. It would have been great, but I I did get. To meet Michael J. Fox, which, that was, is, which was mind blowing, and he was absolutely freaking. He's the same height as you, right? Pretty almost, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people were asking me, like, "Well, how do he look?" You know, everyone's concerned about him. Like, he looked great. I think whatever treatment he's undergoing or whatever drugs he's taking, he didn't look. He looked. He looked like he was ready to hop back in the DeLorean. I'm not. I'm. Oh, cool. My great. For sure. I saw him in uh, what was it, the Michael J. Fox show? Yeah, uh, yeah not that long ago. Yeah. He, yeah, he was, I thought he looked great there. So yeah. awesome, good yeah, for him. Yeah, there, uh, there was one I did. I did have a little Back to the Future mini poster. It's signed. It was signed by Lee Thompson mm-hmm. and Christopher Lloyd. I'm like, I wonder if I could. Did you get this signed? And uh, so t- even to get in the Michael J. Fox line, you had to you had to have the you had to buy the VIP package, right. which was long sold out. But uh, I walked up there with Sean Clark, who, wa- who works with Norman Reedus, and we walked up there, and he explained who he was. Uh, the guy working the line. Was a fan of the show. Our show? Yes. So thank you very much. And he was like, well, this is not period. Uh, why don't you stop adding 10 minutes? We'll see what we can do. Okay. Maybe we, I, I just wanted to get in the line. Just, you weren't, yeah. even, you couldn't even get in the line without the VIP package. I was like, look, I'll wait whatever hours. Uh-huh. I'll, of course, I'll pay for the autograph. Right. Um, but when I came back 10 minutes later, uh, the guy kind of looked around, he looked at me, waved me in. So that was great. But there was a kind of a walk to get up to where he was right. meeting me, which was right up to the front of the line. Oh, no. And you know, everyone was like, "Yo, man, what's up?" But I, I know, I know they're seeing me walk up. There's like, "Oh, there goes Big Shot." Yeah, look at him. To the end, like, uh, it, oh, too good to wait for Michael. Oh, Jacobs. look at him. Too good to wait. And I get up there, and uh, my friend Sean Clark is up there already. He's first in line, uh, and he looks at me and he's like, "Hey, back." Behind me. Sup. Behind me. Behind me, scumbag. You're way, you're, I'm going first. <laughs> and, um, I like Sean. So I didn't, not only did I wait behind him, I waited behind the other guy who was behind him. Uh, I felt bad. The guy in front of me, uh, gets up. He has like a stack of like 10 comics that he wants. My, I'm like, come on, man. Limit one? Really? But maybe he paid for all of them. I don't know. Okay. But I only had one item. 
put it down and said, sir, it's an honor to meet you. Thank you very much. Signed it. And I was on my way and now I have a cast signed. That is so cool. Triple signed back this Good deal. Now all you need is Crispin Glover and, uh, hey, you can get, uh, the original Jennifer to sign it too. Yes, I can. Claudia and Wells, Claudia friend Wells. of the family. Yes, sir. Friend sure. of, no, friend of yours. Friend of, friend of, friend of, of ours. Friend of ours. Yeah. Uh, one other event of note. Uh, I, uh, I, uh, I did get an audience with, uh, I, I was, uh, sitting in the photo booth, uh, with Chris Hemsworth. He's talking to his guy. We're waiting for Tom Hiddleston to show up. It's a dual uh-huh. photo opportunity. So nice. I was like, yeah, I'll wait for this. You know, who, and who are you to say no to a dual photo op with Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston? Uh, but there was a, there was a moment where I was able to go up and I was like, Hey, Chris, how you doing? My name is Ming Kamen. Uh, you probably don't remember this, but about, oh, yay, six months ago, I was podcasting at the Sunset Marquee Hotel in beautiful Los Angeles, California. Uh, I was hanging out with Ivy Doom Kitty and Max, who is, uh, Stan Lee's guy. And you walked by and gave us a thumbs up and stopped for a little bit. I'm sure you don't remember this. But he was, he, actually, I didn't even mention the Max part. Mm-hmm. And he was like, wait a minute, weren't you, weren't you with Max that night? <laughs> he remembered. I didn't even uh, mention, I swear to God, I didn't even mention that. That's him. awesome. So he was like, weren't you with Max and, you know, Stan Lee's guy? Uh, where is Stan this week? I was like, I think Stan's in, in Dallas. And we had a conversation about podcasting, which then led to a conversation about kicking guys in the nuts, which led to some other things. But I got a good five minute conversation with nice. him. Nice. It was pretty cool. Ming Chen, conversing so, uh, with the stars. Chris Hemsworth. Friend of the family. Yeah, right. Friend of the family. You're now. gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna soak that one. Yeah. All right. So it was a, it was a great weekend. We'll cool. I'm glad. We'll put it that way. I worked with get him. Did you really? Yeah. That was your Saturday. That was my Saturday. And that sounds equally I as exciting. With, I'm not gonna lie. I worked with get him. I thought, I thought that's equally as, as exciting. Put in, he put in his teeth. Yeah. He, that oh, was awesome. really? In front of you? No. Did you have I to can't. hold them? It's like, yo, hold, no. hold, hold, can you no. hold on to this for a second? No. no, no. Actually, get him's doing uh, really well. Do you, how, how long before you think he can run the store by himself? It will, will we ever hit that point? Or maybe um, with somebody else that, you know, is not lesser. Back, yeah, he's going to need backup, but, okay. uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I was, or two. Here's two, what's really or weird. Or my alternate question is, uh, how long, how long does he have here? Um, here's what's really weird. Okay. I mean, when you think about it, Walt just chucked me a, a set of keys and said, uh, start, open up on, get here by 11 on Saturday and oh, see that you was, later. Really? That was how he did it? Pretty much. He showed me how to how run long, the register, how, how long, to do the Z. How long before that happened? Uh, were you here before that? Three days. Really? Yeah. Okay. And you did it. You I did came it. in, I shadowed him for like three nights. You came, you said, after you I kicked, was, yeah. You kicked its ass. All yeah. right, good. Well, can you, you, do you feel, well, it hasn't been, th- well, it's been about three days for him. I, uh, but with, he needs a little more seasoning. I yeah. Think. And also, this is a little bit more, challenging it's a more challenging oh sure yeah time. we didn't have uh yeah the the well, it was a different store back then we, had, we were in the smaller space we didn't have a tv show no it was here we, oh it was here it was we, it we was in this place but yeah and we had we actually had a small uh office back right. do you remember oh, those that's days right. yeah i remember that yeah, yeah. Uh, vaguely but yes yeah, yeah, so before, we, it was even a smaller space back then yeah, yeah. so uh it is currently uh this is july 9th correct uh or june 9th do you think by, say, July 4th weekend, he might be ready to run the store by himself? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I only Went back this, up, yeah. I only ask this because we are going to Heroes and Villains in New Jersey. All four of us are going. Now, it's cur- a Sunday, though. Currently, we're Sunday only. Yeah. Well, we're, I'm going to go Saturday. Screw you guys. Like, yeah, I'll, no. go I'll go up on but, s- I'm going to go up on uh, Saturday night. Okay. Here's what I... What I, uh, I uh, are we getting hotel rooms? Oh, I yeah. Hope so. yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, room. all right, sure. good. 
I don't, yeah, it's, I dude, it's freaking who is fan fest, man. They take Good care deal. of us. Yeah. But my point being, uh, most people are going to come on Saturday. That's going to be the big day at Heroes and Villains. Until they find out the comic book men won't be there until Sunday. Well, is there any possibility of us being Probably there Saturday? Not. You don't think so? There's no, 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 no chance. Well, I, I don't want to say there's no I, chance, but I'm saying that is the, that's the day to be there though. That's and true. That's, yeah. I'm just saying that would be cool yeah. if, okay. Well, I'm holding out hope for this. Possibly. That, you know, get him can be fast tracked into uh, upper management. We will say. see. All right. Well, uh, we're going to run our interview with Tim Cronin. Uh, please stick around and listen. It's uh, The Art of the Vinyl. And plus, uh, we reveal a possible new podcast idea. Yeah, it's going to be cool. But, um, but yeah, uh, until then, uh, thank you very much for listening. And uh, the, the interview with Tim Cronin sounds a little something like this. What's up, everybody? So we are here with our friend, uh, n- friend, neighbor, rock star, musician, author, blogger. And podcast. Keep going. Keep podcaster. going. I'm, I'm, the man has made talents. The man has made credits. It's our friend Tim Cronin. And we, we call you podcaster because you've been on, you've been on multiple shows with us now. Thank you. And, uh, we all, we always welcome you back. You guys haven't wised up yet. So thanks very much. Oh, we're not very wise. I think you've noticed <laughs> that already. We go, we go way back, by the way. The ratings have been too high and be like, well, we got to level it out some. Let's There's bring no Tim such in. thing as too high. And, uh, you, you've seen Tim on Comic Book Man actually on, I believe, F- episode six, season one entitled. Yep. Ink. Ink. Tim, Tim comes in with a bunch of badass tattoos. Walt inquires about them. That inspires us to get our own ink. And so I have you I, to think. I believe we asked, did it hurt? And you're like, oh, like you wouldn't believe. And so we went and did it anyway, which proves how stupid the comic book men are. It's not stupid. I like my tattoo. Right. And, and it didn't, I didn't think it hurt. I, I kind of liked it. It was a, like a pleasurable pain. I, um, if, uh, if anyone, <laughs> that a boy, man. Everyone's not seen the episode. I got a, I got a Chinese symbol tattoo, uh, like a Chinese stamp tattooed on my left shoulder blade. It was a, a family symbol that my grandmother had carved into like a stamp, like into a rock before she died. So it has a, has some cool meaning. Although the symbol on there is actually my name. Did so. she do it herself? I mean, did she yeah. actually sit there carving it out? She did. She was with the little, I, I don't wow. know. I'm, I'm assuming she did it's with a the chisel little, and hammer. I'm assuming that's how she Can did it. Can you imagine if she made a mistake? She's like, fuck, and had to like throw out, it's like a big pile of rocks with all like mistakes on or, them. Hey man, if you can't stand the heat. It says Oscar Matasoy <laughs> on one. Can't, can't stand the heat. Get out of the kitchen. But can't I, stand the chiseling. Yeah. But, uh, Get off I, the rock pile. Yeah. But my, uh, my father's side, very artistic and, uh, she, yeah, she passed some of that down to me, which uh, which you know, I do all my stuff on the computer now. Though I don't, I don't, I don't have any physical as evidence of my You're a uh, modern man. Chiseling, chiseling rock. Fuck that noise. Yeah, it's like Flintstones. Yeah, so we have we have you to thank. Chen stones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. that would be awesome. The Chen stones. Yeah, but your uh, Tim is also a musician, travels the world, and um, you're maybe- a professional roadie too. Yeah. That's very cool. Well, that I, to me is I stopped, like I just stopped. I didn't go in the last tour. Okay. So. Yeah, uh, but you have music that you have performed on vinyl, on a, on a vinyl album. The only we can we way we can get on a vinyl album is we uh, well we don't play any instruments. We record we podcast like this, and then we pay some company to put it on wax. So not quite the same. Yeah, but I mean anybody can get their. I mean, you just have to. Pay, we 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 paid for it ourselves, so it's not like okay. Well, so, like so we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. It's right. not like well, nobody was like, hey, we want to put out your record. Look at the Confederate Confederacy of Dunces. Okay, sure. I mean that the guy sold it out of the trunk of his car for like ten years before it hit. So okay, so if we sell our podcast on vinyl for out of the trunk of our cars for, for say ten years, maybe twelve. 
Let me, let's make it 14. 14. All right, 14 Eventually years. we'll catch on. Uh, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. That, that was good. We're, I love that we have this ultra modern distribution method of distributing a, a recorded radio show and we go backwards and <laughs> put on physical media onto a, a vinyl record and selling it out of a back of our car. One by, grabbing people one by one. Hey, why not? Hey, that's the way to do it. Grassroots, baby. And so, let me tell you a little something about grassroots. Sure. It works. I it mean, works. It, it really does. To a certain extent. Yeah, well. If you're looking to just grow grass, it yeah, works fine. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Tim also, uh, he's, uh, I, what do we, what's your official title over there? Record guru no, over at? No, manager. Manager. <laughs> yeah, okay, but you are a, the record guru. <laughs> you are a record guru. <laughs> no, uh, no, I mean, not really. I, I, mean, I, not, I actually, not, with not that. really, just no. No, no you're no very, you, well, you have, a, you have a vast knowledge about vinyl records, uh, dating back. You love yeah. vinyl. Yeah, I mean, I've been collecting since I was a kid. I yeah. would never downplay the amount of knowledge useless that you information. have. Exactly. Well, <laughs> just, uh, take a look over here. Useless yeah. Information Central. I mean, between the two of us, we could probably film no notebooks um, because I'm, I'm not writing that shit. I've seen you, though. You're you're very much like Mike and Walt here at the store where people bring in records and you pick out the good ones. that You're the ones that can uh, – Or at actually, least half of the good ones. That are actually resellable. Yeah. <laughs> And actually, I want you to tell that story because that was Tim did a blog post about this guy who brought in a bunch of albums. What happened? Uh, this guy came into the store was first thing on a Saturday, and um, we had played the night before. So I got home late, and I had to go to work early. And since I'm old, I was feeling a little under the weather. And this guy came in right as we opened up and asked if we bought records. And he came in with like just stacks and stacks of records, crates. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, just stacks. He had stacks. no crates. He oh. just which is not the, his, his which or strike one. That is not the proper way to store a vinyl record. Well, yeah, damaged. but I mean, if people are selling it, usually it just it comes in the back sure. of a dump truck or something. Sure. Um, and he was telling this insane story about how he got the records. But I looked at him, and it just looked like somebody cleaned out a house. I mean, the story was just it made no sense, and it just wasted my time and wasted his time. So he kept bringing in these stacks of records and 90% of them were shit. Just tore up covers. Yeah. Crummy titles. It was just everything Scratch. bad, but there was enough good records in there that make, you, to, to make, make it, it worth, worth my while. So I kept going through it and it was just, and he would hold up each record and be like, this is a good one. And it's like, no, it's not a good one. It's we, not we, a good one. Even if it was in good shape. We and get it, that all the time, my friend. Yeah. And all it, the time. And you're kind of like, but this was with every record, and we both knew that it was shit, but it was like some weird dance where he would be like, this is a good record. It's like, it's not a good fucking record. It sucks. No, man, there's a great guitar solo. Are you allowed to slap him? Because you should have been allowed to slap him I, right there. Have Third you, time, you, slap. It's like, no, it's not. Stop saying that. Yeah, Mike, have you have you had the occasion to strike a customer in the store? No, him? never the, the occasion. Well, have I ever felt there, like so it? He I can't mean, do it. Sake, no, he can't, he can't do it either then. No, I mean, it was just... It was just weird, and it was wasting my time, and it was wasting his time, but I think he had a lot of it. So I finally got a small <laughs> stack of records. We made a deal, and then he took one record off the top, and it was like, here, I want to give this to you. But he had no idea what it was, and he had to look at it and see what it was, and it was like a, a living strings waltz record. And he was like, here, this is for you. So ladies was, love this. He was tipping out for the ladies. He was, was tipping like, out the dealer. Here yeah. you go, buddy. Here, here's yeah. a. And then I was like, 
thanks. That's, that's, that's nice of you. Yeah. And then he kept saying, this is for the ladies, play it for ladies. And I was like, okay, I get it, you know? And then he left and the record, it was a half a record inside. Oh, it's broken? <laughs> yeah, but he didn't know. It was just, it could have been anything on top. It could have been Barry Manilow or Gary Manifold right. or whatever, you know? <laughs> Insult to injury, it wasn't even a complete album. Right. But it was, it, it kind of made it perfect though. It was, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, they say, they say in some religions that, you know, the, the, the God, God walks among, amongst us, uh, in a common form, you know, sometimes disheveled, sometimes as, as, as a mysterious person. This might have been your, your God, you know, your guardian angel coming down to, uh, it was a test, Tim. Yes. It may have been a test. The sounds guardian like, angel had a bunch of shitty records and yeah. didn't want well, them anymore. Yeah. So, so, sounds like you passed though. Well, I'm still a Jax. Well, I guess I didn't pass. <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's we, a good place to be. We yeah, won't. It's fun. We won't know if this worked out or not until well, hopefully many years from now when you're up there and it's like, hey, I came down and visit. Remember when I came down and visited you uh, with those shitty records and you you humored me? Well, you passed. Congratulations. Congratulations. Come you're, on in. You're going to hell. Mr. Cronin. Yeah, exactly. You passed Cronin. the wrong test. Mr. Cronin. No, it's Cronin. Oh, I'm sorry. It's the wrong guy. Get the hell out of here. Is it Gary Scram. with two R's or one R? <laughs> yeah. I'm I, sure you guys get a lot of that stuff too. I mean, everybody's, oh God, all the time. everybody's sitting on a gold mine. Of course. And if you tell them it's not a gold mine, then you're trying to rip you have, them off. Do you have any recent stories? Yeah. I got people calling up. Hey, listen, I've got, uh, they're still in their original packing, uh, the plastic. They've never been read. They're in mint condition. They're they're still in their original. They were bag. those grab bags that were sealed for like Kmart. That if they were Kreskis, but right. if they were, I'd be like, bring them in. But they're like, no, no, they're in the, the they've got that that cardboard on the back, <laughs> and uh, they haven't been mint read. On, mint they, on card. They haven't been taken out of them, so they're they're pristine. I'm like, you can. It's called tape, and you can take tape off. And take tape off. You put tape right. back on. Doesn't mean shit. I mean, I've had people bag and board, uh, essentially dust. Sure. I mean, uh, take it out and it starts oh, to sawdust. crumble. Yeah. I mean, and you've seen it too. You take out the uh, what do they call that? The uh, the liner. Yeah. yeah the insert. The, the record the liner. The, um, the insert. And dust the record jacket. Sleeve. Okay. Yeah. Record sleeve, and you know that stuff's just falling off, and it's stuck to the record. Like that's going to be one hell of a skip because it's like three inches, and it's just yeah, it's terrible, and it's. It's uh, yeah, it's awful, and you know that nobody, you know, like nobody's gonna want this. And no, how can you of think course that, not. Like, yeah, people ask you to give them like prices over the phone. Yes, I have yeah, an original right. Beatles record. Which one? I don't know. How much will you give me for it? Oh, I gotta see it. Yeah, yeah. gotta see it. Bring and it I gotta bring it in. Bring it in. <sighs> that's what people. You know what? I'm calling from California. Can you tell me how much my comics are right. worth? I'm like, gee, hold on a second. Like, mm, yes, they're worth nothing. That's basically, and I, I try not to be mean, but you, you no. gotta, you gotta draw the line someplace sure. where it's like, I'm sorry. And they call back like multiple times. Right. It's like, Hey, listen, how about another five comics that I can tell you about? They're in mint condition. They're in this, the original package they were bought in. I'm like, there were comic books. They were sold on a spinning rack. They were never packaged right. unless it's like three for dollar twenty nine. Yeah, those grab bag ones. And those were terrible. And yeah, they were terrible. The, Actually, like the Kresge old- ones were fantastic though. Those ones are worth like five, six hundred dollars now if they're pristine and in in the packaging. And still in the packaging, yeah. So how can you tell the value? Whatever's up on top, or can you see you, which well, way you get in there? They usually which... have the the shitty one in the middle. Okay, because <laughs> it, it was three for oh, and they would flip about twenty nine. You would have no. You would have the the cover on one side right. and another cover on another. And okay, a really shitty one in the middle. Right. But some of the shitty ones ended up being the really valuable ones, like Rom Number One yeah. or. 
I'm mean, not that ROM number one's it's going super for super valuable, but it's you know it's a, it's, it's still like a, a twenty dollar yeah. book. They so. used to do that with porn too. Yeah, they would yeah, put those like women. shaved snizz on the front and like an old club on the back. And then two in the middle will be like Tri-State Swingers guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, what and, what uh, fuck? and horse enthusiasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so. They had porn grab bags? Yeah, they yeah. still do. Go yeah. to any uh, porn store, man. I don't need to. Who? He's, he's got a computer. I don't need to. Hold on, gentlemen. Right, I'm good here. I don't even. I don't even need well, to leave the seat anymore. If you grew up in the anymore. '70s, then yeah, you would have. Yeah, of you course. Go to Collingwood you auction, and they would have like these these odd, sketchy places. They still, well, they still I, do. They still do. Yeah, my yeah, friend, it's alive and well. Yeah, well, it was a lot different back then. Yeah, I'm but sure. I, I see. I see vinyl very much like comic books, and is in, and porn, and porn. Sure, but as much as uh, I, I, I collect the vinyl, you know, I know what the music sounds like. I like having the physical medium, but it's the artwork that I really appreciate. Um, case in point, uh, Breakfast in America, great album cover. I believe it was the waitress of Statue yep. of Liberty. But on the inside, in the, the record jacket, it looks like a menu. Yeah. It's awesome. And you can't get that by hitting buy album on iTunes. You don't, you lose that. Even on the CD, I don't think. No, you know, it's it too got, small to really appreciate. All the, and the, the, the menu had all the lyrics and stuff on it. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. When they and, do um, reissues, they just you know they just shrink. The art yeah. wasn't made for CDs. I mean, since the advent of CDs, they customized the art for the CDs. Yeah, it, it, and which then, is kind of sad. But you also got like Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. I mean, everything on there is like, wow. There's yeah. there's so much on there to look at, and you're like, can I can I find that one? Can I find that? And you're yeah. like, nah. Yeah, but on the vinyl, alive and well <laughs> in 2016. Yeah, like, so like maybe a, more. Popular now than it has been in and a long time. It's not time. cheap. The new pressings are really expensive. Yeah, like eighteen bucks for uh, thirty. Like eighteen 20, thirty. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah. But I like. Um, I like cheap. Yeah, I, like <laughs> yeah, cheap I know too. you're. I know you're a purist. I do like the hundred and eighty gram vinyl. I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm not a purist. I mean, I have no problem with MP3s. I stream music. Yeah. I just want to hear it. Right. I mean, records are nice, but I have no beef with CDs. I have no <laughs> beef with streaming. Like, I got <laughs> like throwing I got, them in the. Street. You know, I mean, I'll. I just, if I want to hear something, I'll listen to however I can. My ears are pretty much shit at this point. Are they? Oh, because, um, listen oh, the, you know, the, the tinnitus, you know. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I all the live shows, all the, all the, all the shows. Do you wear your, you wear your plugs? No. Oh, you Do you have a hearing aid? Not yet. Soon. Soon. Yeah. That's coming. So I wanted to get your opinion on this. Uh, what's, um, what the dude from ACDC, they say, you know, yeah. if he keeps playing live shows, he's going to lose his hearing. It's, it's, there's no, there's no way to get around it. Um, hence yeah, you he don't come back from that. Yeah, yeah, you can't reverse it. So no. hence, he can't play live shows anymore. So uh, Axel Roses <laughs> graciously stepped in to, to fill in for the rest of their live shows. Um, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's graciousness, not the like forty million dollar paycheck he's getting. Well, there is that, but I was thinking, like, how fun is it for Axel though? He's basically getting paid a boatload of money to do karaoke. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's I mean, at this point, nobody gives a shit about ACDC. I mean. Diehards, of well, course. Well, diehards, yeah. yeah. I mean, sure. I mean, no, it's, it's, I'm glad that they're out there. Yeah. But, but I mean, I haven't listened to a new ACDC <laughs> song in sure. decades. And not only that, but I mean, the, the people who go there also have tinnitus. Sure. Yeah. And, like, I can't tell the difference between Axl Rose and Brian Johnson. Yeah. And, well, my initial thought it is. It was like, Brian Johnson, right? Yeah. Okay, good. My initial thought on this was, uh, wow, this kind of stinks for the people who bought tickets already. They're not seeing the band that they paid to see. But then it was like, wow, this is like, this is. A lineup that they'll probably never see again. But Axel Rhodes really, Axel Rhodes, <laughs> Axel Rhodes isn't liked either. Yeah. But Axel Rhodes is like pretty universally hated. Sure. 
So people, it's you know, it's like a dog pile sure. online. Yeah, well, I hated like- sure, but hey, man, they're selling you know, Guns N' Roses back with the original lineup as well. I, I I would love to go if it wasn't so freaking expensive. I never liked them. Never. No. Wow. All right. But I mean, I that's I, cool. I, I, mean, I, you, you like I, what you like, so that's fine. I, uh, I mean, I don't yeah, that uh, give there a was, shit. I just I just don't. You there know, wasn't violent. I wore out my appetite for destruction tape. That tape broke, man. And then yeah, I I was a uh, I, I was big. I'm still a big fan. I just I can't I can't. Yeah, pay, I mean that they're I, huge. I mean I, I got, can't. You know. I will not pay two hundred dollars for for nosebleed seats. Nah. No, nope. that's the bitch about like cassette tapes is they always broke and you had to tape yeah. them and, and, and tape them it was amazing the just the shit and do you remember making um, oh mixtapes mixtapes mix uh, if you know if I could make band flyers and mixtapes I would be the happiest man <laughs> on the planet. You missed your calling you up I at did. Tower Records. I, I spent like thirty dollars for a mixtape. It was an extra long ELP or uh, yeah extra long play sure. tape cassette. And I got it for this girl who dumped me like two weeks later, and I took the fucking tape back. Like, That's thirty dollars. Wait, thirty bucks for one tape? Yeah, because I had fifteen you, songs on each side. It was a dollar per song. Oh, you made one then? Yeah, they yeah. had a. Oh, okay, they had a, a machine. A long yeah. time ago, they had these machines that you'd go in and pick songs, yeah. and it would make a tape for and you. They, what they charged by the song? Yeah. yeah, it was a little kiosk. Thirty yeah. bucks? They had it's one a dollar a song, I think. Did they really? Yeah, I oh, thought man. They, I went up to Tower in New York. It didn't last long, but they... Uh, yeah. Why don't you just do it yourself with the... Remember the... the well, like if you the, didn't have the stuff, like if you didn't have... Who didn't have a tape deck? You didn't have no, the tape No, but if you didn't have tape to tape. If you, you didn't have, have the tape. original stuff, if you didn't have yeah, all the original... If you didn't have the original albums... Oh, then I would have went and bought them then, and then mixed them on. Well, there you, you would have spent more than that for the mixtape. Or I would have dubbed one from a friend that had it. That was the beauty of it. Is you could. Well, where were tapes. you then? Yeah, thanks a lot, man. Yeah, thanks why a do lot. I need? Why do you need me to tell you this? This is. Well, not- no, not to tell me. You had the stuff. I could have gotten it. Well, I'm sure you um, had a friend. Well, how, how do you know man. people didn't say "fuck you," Mike? I'm not getting. Uh, that's piracy. Yeah. <laughs> That was I'm following the letter of the law. You didn't have the boombox with the double tape thing. Yeah, remember that? Remember high speed yeah. dubbing? Remember that? Yeah, shit? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, have... I did okay. eventually, but not. I mean, I was a poor college kid. I was actually in. Which is why you make your own mixtapes. You don't pay. But if you don't have, to but do if it. you don't have the original albums, yeah. right. with okay, you, you okay, gotta, I hear you. I hear you. I, I just, and I had dick I roommates, so and okay. I, I was actually. A I mean, I don't think the computers then really downloaded music. No, but that was the other beauty of it. They didn't like, even download <laughs> computer programs. Yeah. That was the other beauty. It was like, yo, man, um, can I borrow your in excess kick tape? I want, I need, uh, I want to put Never Tear You Apart on this mixtape. And the answer would be, fuck you. Yeah, well, buy no, your own. Man. Yeah, like, go. If I were, <laughs> I don't know my you. brother. You must buy your own. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I freaking say anything. Like seven people are going to get that. That's good. That was like, wow. Seven people no are going to get that's that. A, no, I think more All than right. seven. I got it right away. Well, we don't poll. have more than seven listeners. That's a great so. poll, dude. From freaking, that's right in the beginning. Of say anything, dude. And and oh, uh, no. that was the original. That was the commercial. Oh no, my brother, you must brother. buy your you must own. Buy your own, yeah. But uh, I think same thing with the uh, in your eyes. That's that was sort of a the whole kind of uh, that the beauty of the mixtape was and to that, put songs. I saw like that, that movie there. with the girl who dumped me two weeks later after I did the whole thing, and she didn't give the tape back. No, she gave. No, she gave the tape back. Do you have it? I'm oh. Uh, <laughs> After all the shit I've been through sure. in my life and then the many moves, absolutely sure. not. <laughs> okay, oh I thought it's the only thing you kept. Yeah, right? Would have been great if you still... Do you remember what you put on it then? Anything. Uh, can you pull a couple of tracks off there? I actually can. Uh, in Your Eyes was on that. Really? Okay. Uh, oh, fuck. What else was on there? Um, uh, Robert Plant uh, song. Big Log? No. Big oh, that would have been great. Uh, <laughs> Leading me on. 
Oh, that uh, the the love song by Robert Plant, uh, not Robert Plant. I'm sorry, Robert uh, Palmer. Simply not simply, not simply irresistible. Rick, the the Rick other Roll one. one. No, wait, that's uh, what's no, that, that was um, that's not Robert Palmer. That was Rick Astley, Rick Astley buddy. Astley, yeah. Addicted to love. Yeah, addicted to love. No, it was not that one. It was uh, it was one of them. I'll, I'll remember it okay. like after we're done. Okay, that's that's good. That's good. And, that's a good uh, start. Journey, no journey. Uh, of course, Open it was. Arms. It was like, it was an all Faith, journey mixtape. Faithfully. Uh, faithfully was on okay, there. Yes, okay. very good, Ming. Wow. Nice pull. Broken um, arms. Uh, broken. Uh, no, Bro- broken wings. Broken wings. Oh, yes. the Mister Mister. Broken. Yeah. Wings. Wow. No wonder this girl. And uh, yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> Mike and the Mechanics was on there. Um. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, In the living years was on there. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Now I Mike really know why. Why did you put it that was, one on? Because it was the fucking eighties, man. Why wasn't that? Isn't that about uh, his dad? Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't that romantic at all? No, it wasn't. It's but sad. it was. It was more about me because actually my mom had had died about uh, a year and a half before, oh, okay. so I put it on there. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. So, yeah. Thanks for yeah, dredging no, that up, no, you I, fuck. Typically, oh my god. Typically, when you make a mixtape uh, for for a young lady, uh, I think you know what? I'm spiraling into depression right now. That, that oh, she would appreciate that. Oh, so your love on my way back up for her, and I don't. That's an odd choice. Agreed. You can agree. Tim. I understand. He, he's I understand. agreeing with me. You can say. You no, but you know, I understand the subtext of it. In the but living you insulted years. him. I mean, the bottom. Yeah, line is, seriously. And oh, I do it every day. Worse than I, that, I, you insulted I'm, my I'm mom. Not afraid to insult you. Oh, oh, you have to go after my mom. I'm not insulting your mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm insulting your odd choice of, uh, of <laughs> to put on a romantic mixtape for your girlfriend who dumped you two weeks. Let's put it this way: the the. The uh, rose was the the bloom was off the rose at that point. I made okay. the mixtape. I'm okay. like, I don't know how much longer we're gonna we're gonna get how much more mileage we're getting out of this relationship. Okay. So I put a no, shitload you, of you know songs what? on there I, for I, me. So you're saying take, that no. song was the one that killed the relationship? No, no, I, I'm saying it's probably a, a combination of the mixtape. You know, I, I take that back though. <laughs> and I, the chronic flatulence I, that was also a killer. I take that back. You put the songs that you that have a lot of meaning to you. Yeah, of course. And, and, and the, yeah. you know, if she didn't like it, fuck her. <laughs> well, get out. There's the uh, door. Apparently, woman. she didn't. And then, uh, yeah, I, I, actually, I, she did. Or uh, I would mail tape. I, I had a long distance relationship. I would mail the tape, but I write a long letter about uh, with a paragraph about why why I put that song on there. So okay, I, I think so, I, I, <laughs> I apologize. You're criticizing me because you're giving like here's my what? synopsis of what it's this like, means to me, and she's like, "Fuck this noise!" I'm listening to the mixtape. God, these are horrible. In the living years, what the uh, fuck is that doing on my mixtape? It's like they're like liner notes. They're your own personal liner notes. Your One personal? Do you have any? Do you have any of your mixtapes? You you asked me about I, mine. I sent them all to my wife, so I'm, I'll see if she. I'm sure she has them. Somewhere. That's awesome. Debbie Chen we do is. A new, she's a, a romantic. We've got a new podcast here. Fantastic. We call it mixtape. There you go. Beautiful. It's called mixtape, where where we we pick a song off a, an old mixtape. Maybe we would bring in the the lady that we made it for, and we talk about it. <laughs> and, is she still bring around? Her, bring her in in the wheelchair. Is she is in the, the craftmatic bed? Is, there is, we go. Is Miss in the living? You're still around? Can you? Oh yeah, in? she actually. Uh, she used can to she, work for Phoenix Productions here in Red Bank. Where she can we? Will she come in? I don't know. We'll try. That would be awesome. Let, I think we uh, have. Uh, you know what? I'll try reaching out to her. I think we have How about that? Tim, thank my, you. My, my, thank my, you. my wife would love that. You're gonna see that one. Ugh. Well, obviously she wasn't the one. So no, she wasn't, wasn't. So doesn't matter. I want to. That would be great. It'd be like, yeah, dude, that tape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah no. <laughs> Yeah, the yeah, no. Yeah, no. Uh, well, let, to be fair, she sure. gave me a collage. Remember, collages were big back in the 80s, and they still you know, are, girls sure. making them. 
She, instead of like cutting stuff out of a magazine, she just wrote shit on a piece of poster board. This is all stuff that's meaningful to me. I'm like, but you didn't cut anything out of like Glamour magazine. Right. Cut it out with like, your mind. Yeah. It's like, here, it's like, here. I'm like, oh God. All right. So, um, and when so we. The feeling was mutual then. Yeah. It was like, okay. uh, here so This is go. the stuff I want to hear on this new cool. pod. Yeah. I'm more interested in that word collage thing. It was weird. Do you understand what a collage is? Yeah, exactly. You know, that this is the kind of stuff you put like car wash two dollars on. Is we're gonna not really sentimental for me. We're gonna bring this up when this young lady comes. All right, cool. So thank you for the inspiration. Get oil changed. (laughs) (laughs) Coming soon on iTunes. Spay and neuter your pets. In the Ming and Mike (laughs) podcast network. It's Ming and Mike. Good advice, but why? It's not a bad thing to do, but still, I'm I'm in a quandary. I don't. I don't follow you here. Where's this, the logic? Is there some kind of secret message here? Oh, there, there might be. Yeah, it's like a, you have to run it through an Enigma machine. Yeah, and shit. yeah. yeah. From the from the guys who brought you I Sell Comics and the Ming and Mike show. You've heard them on Tom Steve Dave. It's Ming and Mike's mixtape coming soon to iTunes. There you go. 2017. All right, cool. 2016. Oh, we'll let's do move it, be- it up. We'll do it before. Okay. Well, know. we got tracked down all our old girlfriends and stuff, though. Uh, most of them are on <laughs> Facebook, so it okay. should be easy to get. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, uh, Have be- them come in and just like rip open old wounds. <laughs> That's a, you know, you are a really lousy <laughs> kisser. It's like, what? Yeah, we're going to end this podcast quick, <laughs> shortly. Thank you. Tune yeah. in next week. I'm still talking. Thank you. No, Thank we're you. done. Oh, Two minutes is all we've I, got. I hit the faders, <laughs> faders go to negatives. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but one more thing I want to ask you about. I don't know if you saw this. There's a dude, I think he's out in Texas or something. He has figured out a way to replicate vinyl and fill them with liquid. And I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, he he collaborated with a company called Mondo, and he put out a very limited edition uh, Alien soundtrack filled with uh, with uh, Alien blood. Oh yeah, it's a inside. thicker record, and yeah, yeah. And I thought that was cool. I wanted I wanted to get one, of course. Uh, they're pretty neat looking. I don't know how they play, but I think if people are buying them, they're not really buying them to play. No, although I would I would play mine just to see the liquid spin around. Um, but I thought that was a pretty cool. It's pretty neat. It's a pretty cool innovation. What are your thoughts on uh, all the special edition, though? With the, um, I mean, even we have we had, we had a clerk's vinyl that came out last year uh, with the was, it was a smoke vinyl. Uh, this one's the different colors. Um, I mean, they've come out with all kinds of yeah. I mean, a lot of color vinyl, picture discs, and stuff like that. I mean, it's cool to collect. Um, you know, if you want, I mean, a lot of like they're doing that a lot with soundtracks and stuff, right? And um. Right, making it more, I guess, visual for the kids. Yeah, the, I mean, the black get, vinyl is, uh, you know, it was fun. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, that stuff is more just like boutique stuff that people right. who collect stuff, and that's fine. I mean, there's definitely a market for it, and it, that shit ain't cheap either. Right. No, it's not, and it's super limited, and it's some, you know. Do you jump in? I I know Newberry Comics uh, up in Boston is a big seller of uh, that that limited. Um, we get some of it in. Okay. So is Criminal Records down in Atlanta. They were, uh, they were. Doing a whole bunch of the boutique stuff, you know, like oh, here's filled with with uh, Charles Manson's blood, Kelter Skelter. I think there's a Before Dawn soundtrack coming out this week. That's you know, it's a good looking package. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, bands do it and stuff, but it's mostly I mostly see it in uh, a soundtrack soundtrack stuff. Right on. Usually yeah. get some like some name artist to do a cool cover, and then. Um, some cool looking vinyl. Yeah, cool man. Uh, you got anything to plug? Uh, my, um, no. Tim Where are the ribeyes playing? Yeah, Tim is um, a very cool band called the Ribeye Brothers. Nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> wow. Uh, 
And then, you know, uh, websites, all right? Ribeye Brothers. It's on Facebook. Facebook, okay. Look up the Ribeye Brothers. Facebook. It's, um, Ribeye Brothers. And, like and, it. and where's your blog? Uh, feed Tim. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, feed Tim. Yeah. Feed Tim at blogspot. Yeah. Feed Tim at blogspot. Yeah. Feed Tim at blogspot. Okay. Blogspot. It's, uh, yeah, don't fucking bother dot com. <laughs> yeah, it's don't fucking bother. No, no, no actually, I like your, you. I, I like, I like your writing. It's very honest. Backslash. Assholes, on the nose. Don't yeah, you, you, um, you hey, call out. Uh, yeah. Hey, what did you call these things when you were a kid? Did you ever see those? The, the mini bats? Yeah, the Mike, mini- I don't know why, but Mike just brought a mini bat to the table. We used to call them fish bats. Why? Cause because you, you would kill fish were, with them? Yeah, if you were fishing and you. Oh, you put them on your, their misery with a bat? <laughs> well, you kind of stop them from <laughs> flopping around. Right. Or you, you, well, put them out of your, put them out of their misery. Man, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't grow up in Jersey. You kids are weird, man. And actually, sometimes, the fish played baseball, and that's the bats they used. <laughs> and on that note, thank you very much, Tim. Thanks, thank Tim. Thank you. Thanks a lot.